Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Shergle, and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hey, and welcome back. This is my last episode before I officially move out of my current place and hit the road with my husband to promote the BDSM and kink basics across Canada. Um, I'm not sure what is going to happen in the next few weeks, but I'm looking forward to it nevertheless. And I'm very, very excited to also move back out of the city. To tell you the truth, if you had told my younger self that I would grow up to be somebody who prefers nature noises over downtown noises, I would have called you crazy. Um, because once upon a time, I used to think I'd be a city girl for life. But with new experiences that I had in life, I saw that the city life isn't the best type of life for me, which has had some pretty significant changes in my life. And is also today's topic, the importance of change. Change means that something becomes different. Change is transformative. And if we don't change, then we can't transform. Without change, we repeat the same cycles and patterns, and some cycles and patterns are good, but some cycles and patterns are bad. And if we don't have something in our daily, weekly, or monthly habit to interrupt our cycles and patterns, or at least interrupt it long enough where we can reflect to see if those cycles and patterns are actually working for us, then we will do nothing but continue those cycles and patterns for better or for worse. And this affects us in every aspect of our life, whether that be work, health, our relationships. And yes, some cycles are more difficult to change than others. We can take work for that example. Work is a huge cycle and we don't have very much control over it. And it takes up one third of our time. We structure our entire days around our work cycle. What time we wake up typically depends on what time we have to get to work at and what time we even have dinner at is dependent on what time we get home from work. So the best thing I can say when it comes to your work cycle is that I hope you love what you do because if you don't, there's almost a guaranteed chance that you get stressed when you have to go to work or even when you think about it. So instead of being in a work cycle where you love it and you wake up each morning with gratitude and curiosity and excitement about the day, you wake up feeling with this dreadfulness or this resentment, this weight that's on you. And I think it's pretty easy to say that we've all been there. Like we've all had jobs that we didn't like and getting through those days could feel more like needing to survive it. But of course, we all know that this isn't a way to live. But like I said, I know that sometimes it can be hard to break that work cycle, but you still have to choose a life that is better for you. I know change can be scary and humans are notorious for being fearful of the unknown, but it's beyond the unknown that makes life worth living. It's within change where we can create experiences that will stay with us for a lifetime. That's why travel is so encouraged and trying new restaurants and trying new hobbies and just overall creating and trying new things. It really just boils down to breaking your repetition and doing something different from time to time. Although humans have cycles and patterns on a 
you know, physiological level, I don't believe people were created for cycles and patterns that make us miserable. What? Like, what? How does that make sense? Like, obviously, humans were built for the opposite. I believe that we were built for change and we should welcome change into our life. Life is about evolving and you need change to do that. By welcoming change, you can break your repetitions, you can expand into new experiences and feelings. And with this, you can begin to change the way you think, feel, and see things around you and within you. Without change, you can't grow. You just become permanently stuck where you were left off. Nothing changes without change. It's that simple, right? So what do you do? How do you change? Well, to change means that you need to tap into your imagination, But, you know, tapping into our imagination is hard sometimes and even controlling our imagination is harder. I'll always continue to say this, but imagination left untamed can and will turn against you at some point. To say that it can give you all the worst possible scenarios is an understatement to the pain, hurt and sorrow it gives someone mentally and emotionally that can even leave someone with physical problems resulting from those feelings. Imagination can be quite cruel, but that doesn't take away that it's still our job and responsibility to tame it and to turn our negative imaginations into positive imaginations. But changing negative emotions and imaginations into positive ones can be painful. You know, it's not easy. Change in general is painful, but it's necessary. It's how we deal with change that matters. But change is painful because it puts us outside our comfort zone, right? And when we're pushed past our comfort zone, we get these feelings of, oh, I don't want to be here. This isn't soft. I don't know this place. And you start spiraling out of control. So even within that self, it brings pain to you. But when you first start looking to change, remember, you don't need to take a massive step. Change can happen in micro steps. As long as you just keep moving, just keep growing, don't stop. The road becomes easier. And it gets to a point where the original thing you were starting to change about has become so integrated into your habit that now you can work on something else to change, right? We all like to think that change happens overnight, but like most things in life, change takes time, days, months. It's not just something that you can snap your fingers at. And this is why we have to have something that's consistent in our lives to help us experience little moments of change frequently. What would your life be like if you had a place where you could imagine yourself a little stronger, a little more confident? hmm? How about a little bit more sexy? Well, I can tell you that it turned my whole life around. I grew up where sexy was very surface level stuff and being sexy or finding sex appeal was found in a club. It's not that I ever thought that I was ugly or any way, but I certainly wasn't connected to my sexual self as deeply or strongly as I am now which is why I think everyone should just take a peek into kinky wellness, of course, at their own pace. But at least take a look behind the smear campaigns and the clearly targeted bullshit that gets shit talked about kinky wellness and BDSM and kink all the time. Because at the end of the day, we all need an area where we can have the capability to imagine different things for ourselves, be able to see ourselves in different perspectives, whatever those perspectives may be, because it helps us to see more of ourselves. Human beings are incredibly deep and complex and the complexity of our own selves can be scary. You know, fuck it, it is scary. 
But I don't want you to think that you'd ever have to do this type of journey by yourself or ever rush into it without knowing your basics. But I know when first entering our kinky wellness journey, it might feel like it's a very individual journey and that we are the only ones. But it's not. It's really just a result of censorship, in my opinion. Actually, a few days ago, Meta just deleted a whole bunch of BDSM and kink sex positive educators in a, I guess you could say a massive deleting sweep. So much so that there's actually a protest going on on July 4th from 2 to 6 outside the Meta offices in London, UK to get them to stop deleting us. I think that's actually the hashtag is stop deleting us. I know we just had Miss McKenzie on the show and her account was deleted at 18,000 and she only shared educational information. But I guess when you're making money off of not giving out this information, I guess it's true. Kinky sexual wellness has incredible power to heal us. It's also something that if we just share the information to other people, they can help themselves too. Of course, there are risks when entering kinky wellness and BDSM and kink. I want to be clear that deaths have happened, but I want you to also know that kinky wellness and BDSM and kink is, isn't just about sex. It's about exchanging energy. It's about allowing people to be seen and not to be judged. It's ultimately about humans helping other humans and allowing people to just be themselves completely. You know, there's obviously this widespread narrative that kinky wellness is a place full of sick people. But in fact, I would argue that I was more sick and mentally fucked up before I started doing kinky wellness because it was through kinky wellness where I learned true, powerful self-awareness. And that's where I really began to think, feel, and experience and embrace change in different types of way I never imagined. And change isn't something that you can just talk about. Change has to happen through actions. You have to do something for it. And for me, a lot of the things I wanted to change during this revolved around my behavior, my thoughts, my attitudes. You know, I didn't realize how much I was into the whole damsel in distress kinks because I swear to God, I ran around for a long time looking for someone to come and save me. And when I started playing into scenarios within kinky wellness where like I was the one saving myself, then fuck it. It was like a light bulb went off and I realized that, yes, indeed, I could save myself. And it was like a domino effect because because once I realized that that's an option, that being the hero is an option, I just couldn't go back to being some damsel in distress anymore. But like that isn't to say that even sometimes now I don't want to feel like that. You know, sometimes I'm in points where I'm like, fuck, I, just, I do want someone to come in and save me. And kinky wellness lets me experience that feeling in a positive and consentful, kinky, fun way that, you know, has its boundaries and limits, but it can just be playful as well. Like it doesn't have to always be so chaotic. And by allowing myself to feel deep emotions that most of us don't even want to talk about, and even some of them that we don't even really know about. I began to see the change and really came out a changed person every time because when you experience full acceptance and you feel that you have been seen to your core and you've been heard to your core and someone embraces your wishes that you've wanted to do and you know they see you as you are at almost this core being and they accept you like you raise your standards you don't go back to people that don't see you or treat you well and I'll continue to say this, the type of attention that we receive has the power to build us up or break us down. And when we receive the type of attention that allows us to be our most authentic self, well, that's the ultimate growing environment for a human being. 
Sex is a holistic healing method. It's a holistic healing method that gives power back to the people. And at this point, it's our responsibility to take back our power when it comes to our sexual health. Because our sexual health is not just sexual health, right? At this point, we should know that it's our overall general health and it's imperative that we have a good relationship with it. But getting a good relationship with our sexual self requires change. We can't explore our sexual self by doing the same thing over and over again. At some point, you need to navigate into new things if you want to learn more about yourself and to connect to other parts of yourself. Even if you're temporarily stuck in a job that you don't like, right? From the example, you can use kinky wellness as a break from that routine to give yourself pleasure. We aren't supposed to be miserable creatures. That's fucked up. You know, I that's another thing too. I used to think that we are miserable creatures, but I don't. We are not. That's fucked up too. And the only way for something to different to happen is if something changes. When I started changing my sex life, I didn't realize how strong of the impact it would be in other aspects of my life. And I realized that the changes that I was growing through in my kinky wellness journey was having a profound positive effects on how I handled the outside world. And none of it would have happened if I wasn't open to sex being an area for change, imagination, and I guess overall newness. I didn't realize how much I had let actually my creativity subside over the years. And I'm glad that kinky wellness was there to change that and remind me that humans are very creative beings and that ultimately we need an outlet for that creativity to be released. Kinky wellness is where I can do things differently. And really by allowing me to experience change within my own personal preference, it allowed me to handle the unannounced changes of the world much, much, much better than I was handling change before which is a skill that I didn't even realize that I needed to work on, but really it's a skill everyone should be working on. Our ability to handle change is important and it really dictates our success. If you are scared of change, you won't move or grow. So we really need, we need, we need guys, we need something to be able to change. So I really hope that your biggest takeaway from today's episode, that if you aren't doing something differently, You are stuck and you need to change that because life was not meant to be lived on autopilot. But that's it for me on the importance of change. Make sure to tune in for the next three weeks as I'll be setting up actually a three-part mini-series on the BDSM and Kink Basics. So that means every week I'm going to be talking about a basic. So of course, next Wednesday, I'll be starting partnership. Then we'll be moving into impact. And then for the third week, I'll be going over plan and prep. And then, yes, after that, I will be back with you to give you a full follow-up on what I got into. But if you want to stay up to date, make sure to follow me on Instagram at thepartition underscore life. And until then, make sure to keep listening to Monday's episodes as I'm bringing on an incredible guest. Oh my goodness, an incredible guest. We will be talking about the importance of suffering and shame with Joshua of the Kink Collective and Power Exchange Academy. I'm very, very excited. So stay tuned for that episode because it's honestly not one you're going to want to miss. But thank you so much for listening and I will see you in a few weeks. And in the meantime, just make sure to stay kinky. Hmm?